It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is September 11th, 2020. My name is Phil Prosterink. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, we'll discuss Josh Robbins of the Athletics interview with Jeff Weltman, as Jeff Weltman doesn't say a whole lot, but says a lot of things we've been saying anyway. So we'll recap uh, what information he provided in that interview. Plus, we'll talk a little bit about how the Magic might be a bit more modern than you think. I'll explain coming up in just a moment. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all to get check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're searching for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's podcasts covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only expect from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Los Angeles Lakers or the Houston Rockets after their after the Lakers' big Game 4 win? Check out Locked On Lakers or Locked On Rockets. It is a Game 7 day, believe it or not. If you want to get the lowdown on the Raptors and Celtics, check out Locked On Raptors and Locked On Celtics. Whether it's the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there is a Locked On podcast for you. To search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. So we are almost two weeks removed from the end of the season. Jeff Waltman met with the media, of course, uh, right after the season ended. And the sense was a lot of work had already been put into the offseason because they had an abnormally long hiatus to kind of pin things down, especially with the draft. But the sense was everyone needed a chance to just kind of exhale and take a deep breath. Everyone needed the opportunity to just hit refresh a little bit. You know, players have already started going off their own separate ways and uh, getting going on vacation and and doing all the things that they normally do in the off season, and you know, taking time away from each other, away from the building, and just taking time to be with their families and, and all that. And that's exactly what they should be doing right now. And even the front office, it was you know, the, the campus is a really incredible thing that the NBA has put together. It is the safest place in the world. It feels like uh, from the coronavirus, it, it's been aside from what's going on with the Houston Rockets right now. Fairly airtight. The players have observed the rules, but it is daunting. Um, it, it's I I I still don't think we fully fathom everything that the players are going through within the campus. I mean, Paul George hinted at perhaps some of the depression and 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 loneliness of existing within the campus. And while families have been allowed in, you are still cooped up in a hotel room for months on end, and and that is not a fun feeling at all. So again, as I said way back when, you know, these players deserve a lot of our gratitude for doing this for us because it is is a lot that we're asking of them. And so 
The Magic now, almost two weeks removed from the bubble, rightfully deserve to take a little breather, to take a deep breath. The NBA, of course, has already sort of put feelers out or put the reporting out that the draft is not going to take place in October. It's going to be pushed back to November. Um, The start of the regular season probably will not begin before Christmas. Um, And honestly, I still find it very hard to believe that we will see basketball in the rest of 2020. I would suspect that the, the start of the NBA season will be Probably no earlier than MLK Day on MLK Day 2021 in January. Um, that's I, I'm sure a date that the NBA would like to come back on. You know, the NBA has kind of taken ownership of Martin Luther King Day as a day for the league to celebrate um, Black history and certainly Martin Luther King Jr.'s legacy, and, and that's certainly something that they want to do. But you know, it, it's very likely that the season will not start till February, possibly even March. So we're we're looking at another summer season next year. Um, we just we just don't know when the season will begin again. And, and again, a lot of that's okay at the moment. But the Magic obviously have big things in front of them. They have big decisions. And no matter when that offseason begins, the Magic are in a strange place. The, the team has, you know, stagnated feels like the right word. Regressed is perhaps true. The team is not completely where it needs to be. That's that's just the plain truth, honestly. The Magic finished 33 and 40, eighth in the Eastern Conference. They struggled in the bubble with injuries, struggled with injuries throughout the years. But even then, this team was not as good as it was last season. And of course, with the prospect of not having Jonathan Isaac in the 2021 season. The task of A, getting back to the playoffs, and B, improving, certainly looks tougher. And Jeff Waltman has a lot on his plate. There is a fan base that, yes, senses the stagnation, has long desired to move on from the Nikola Vucevic, Evan Fournier era of Magic Basketball, and really wants this front office to kind of put its stamp on this team. At least right now, Jeff Waltman is either holding his cards close to the vest, or not taking the bait. In an interview with Josh Robbins of The Athletic, Waltman simply said that the goal is to build a winning team. The goal is to continue to get better. You know, all the vague niceties that that he would say, that, that GM say. But the reality too is that everything is on the table. The Orlando Magic could very well go down a whole bunch of different paths, but Jeff Waltman said this when Josh Robbins asked him whether there'd be any full, sort of full-on rebuild. Now, I highly suggest you subscribe to The Athletic so you can get Josh Robbins stuff because he does he's probably he does the best job covering the Orlando Magic of any anyone out there, including myself. Jeff Waltman said, like I always say, nothing is ever off the table. I think for, that for us to do our jobs well, we have to consider every option and we have to look at every potential path that's laid out in front of us. Trust me, I have it planned at some point in the offseason. We will explore each one of these paths. Because the reality is the Magic do have a lot of options in front of them. They have a lot of opportunity first off, but also a lot of peril. In front of the Magic is... Of course, staying the course, bringing everyone back and trying it again. 
seems like the most, not the, the not the best option, but certainly one that they could do. This was a playoff team after all. No matter how small the success, it, it, that is something. I, you know, it's not. I'm not saying it's anything. I'm not saying it's the be all end all, but this is a playoff roster, and they're not likely to be bad enough to really compete for a high lottery pick in a good in a good 2021 draft. So it's certainly possible that the Magic stand pat. You know, we expect Devin Fournier to opt in. Maybe that right deal doesn't materialize, and this is the roster the Magic have. They, maybe they, you know, they bring in Chumo Kiki. Perhaps that, you know, they let one of their free agents walk. They draft someone. They add a free agent in, with the mid-level exception, and that's it. Again, I don't think that's desirable for a lot of people, for, and, and I don't think it's desirable for the Magic either. There could be something of a soft reset where the Magic perhaps trade away a key player, bring back some young assets, kind of bring the cap sheet down, um, which, I, which is I definitely think something that Magic will explore doing, looking to clear a little bit of cap room, create some financial flexibility for a much more active summer in 2021, where the Magic will have to make franchise contract decisions on Jonathan Isaac and Marco Fultz. Or, of course, the Magic could go all in. Again, not likely, but you know, Magic fans have been banding about a lot of trade deals. Um, including, you know, some that seem very unrealistic. Or the Magic could tear everything down and start over, especially with Jonathan Isaac out. The opportunity, perhaps, to get a refresh of the franchise is certainly on the table. I will say this, and Jeff Waltman has said this over and over again, the goal is to build a winning team. The goal is to get better. I do think that it is very possible that the Magic take a step back in 2021, regardless of anything that happens. Just the, the, the fact of the Eastern Conference getting a little bit better. You know, the Magic's top young guy, you know, not being on the floor. You know, Markel Fultz, we'll see what he can do. He's going to get more opportunity. But giving him more opportunity, giving him more Aaron, giving Aaron Gordon more opportunity, perhaps, creates a bit of uncertainty. So certainly, it, it feels like the Magic might, might regress in their raw numbers, but it might be better for them in the long run, both for the draft pick and for the development of some of these players and perhaps for the ability to reshuffle the deck just a little bit. But to be certain, as I've said earlier this week, I do think the Magic hold all the cards here. At worst, the Magic are a team just outside of the playoff race, which is where the Magic kind of want to be. And they have players who have proven they can contribute to playoff rosters. And so the Magic, kind of sitting back with that knowledge can kind of go around and say, you know, we'll we'll explore the market on a guy like Aaron Gordon. We'll explore the market on an Evan Fournier. We'll explore the market on Nikola Vucevic. They should. But we don't have to pull the trigger. We don't have to make a deal unless we find a deal we like. At the end of the day, the Magic might very well be happy with what they have. And so, you know, something that I thought was, was really interesting about, about what Jeff Weltman said is... The, the appetite for risk. You know, he said, just, just after he said, nothing is ever off the table, he said, some paths are fraught with more peril than others. And there's taking a calculated risk, and then there are just taking risks. One thing Weltman did say is, going into the lottery, that's not a calculated risk. That's luck. That is chance. And that's not the basis of how he wants to build the team. Sure, if the Magic get lucky, if they get the top pick, fine. That's fantastic. They're not going to complain. They're not going to hand that over. But their goal is to control everything that they can control. 
to go through all the permutations, to go through everything that they've seen and make the best decision for the team. So again, I've gotten into a lot of discussions with play with people about the second overall pick, you know, and who's to say Golden State will trade it or not. I've actually peeped on the on the Warriors subreddit. They they don't seem too excited about the idea of Nikola Vucevic, which you know I, I can get why. Um, I think he would be a great fit there, but I can get, I can see why. Um, but to me, I don't think the number two pick is going to be as good as Vucevic. I don't think Wiseman's going to be as good as... I mean, I think Wiseman can be as good as Vucevic. Can be better. But is that likely? Is that a risk I'm willing to take? And am I willing to take on Andrew Wiggins' contract to do that? To me, that answer is still no. But as I've always said, if Jeff Wilman believes that, if Jeff Wilman believes someone at the top of this draft is worth doing, is worth, is worth that risk, he should do it. The one thing that I think Magic fans want to see more than anything else... And again, it's tough when there's no movement. They want to see someone who's decisive and making bold action. And honestly, you know, I think some, I, I always have to remind people around trade deadline time, and I will remind them again here in the offseason, don't, don't take a lack of rumors or lack of activity for a guy not doing his job. The reality is, Nikola Vucevic has three years left on his contract. Aaron Gordon has two years left on his contract. Evan Fournier, if he opts in, will be an expiring contract. I think Evan Fournier will have a lot of value at the trade deadline if that's when the Magic want to make that move. The Magic don't have to deal any of these guys until they find the deal they like. Now, certainly the time will run out at some point. But it's not like the Magic don't have a good thing going on here. It's not like the Magic you know, aren't a competitive team. And so again, it feels like Weltman knows that this is not necessarily a fraught time, but this is a time to be assertive in the market, see what's out there, and make a decision. Whether it's a decision to pull the trigger on a trade or a decision to stand pat, to pass on a deal and move move forward with what you got. Look, the Magic aren't going to win the title in 2021. Not likely anyway. The Magic are still not quite ready to make a big free agent splash. They certainly could make an all-in move. I I, I saw 8.9 seconds suggested a Victor Oladipo trade, which I thought was interesting. But they have a lot of options in front of them. And they have, honestly, the ability to pick what is best for them. And honestly, as I've always said to people, you're not truly stuck in the middle if there is no way forward. And yes, there's no short-term way forward for this Magic team right now. They might have to take a step back to take a step forward. But there are a lot of options available to them. There are a lot of opportunities, it seems like, for them to improve. And the best way for them to improve, of course, is still internal development. But with so few free agents, there is the opportunity to get something done here. Friday is Game 7 between the Boston Celtics and Toronto Raptors. It is the best day, it's the best day of the calendar when there is a Game 7, a 9 o'clock tip-off too. So it's kind of late. 
at least here on the East Coast. And when there's a Game 7, when there's a big game on, you don't want to have to worry about making food. You don't want to have to worry about what you're going to do for dinner. You want to have it set out for you. You want it delivered right to your door. Well, I've got the app that will get that food delivered right to you, the exact food you want so you can enjoy the game. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With more than 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities they operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNBA. DoorDash sounds fantastic too. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order. Just download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNBA. Again, that's code LOCKEDONNBA for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. And I'm sure that DoorDash driver does the best he can to take care of his car, just like you or she, just like you do the best you can to take care of your car. And if you're looking for the auto parts that you need to make your car right, you got to go to rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts manufacturers or auto parts customers, not manufacturers, auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. See, I, I just read the wrong line of copy there. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Of course, uh, while Weltman would not go into specific needs and, and, and wasn't was very, you know, very vague. I mean, obviously, subscribe to The Athletic, but, you know, definitely give it a read. But it, there's nothing earth-shattering in, in, the, in the interview with Jeff Weltman, nothing that we probably haven't already discussed or don't already know or would just say, like, well, well, duh. I mean, a lot of the stuff is kind of well, duh. But one thing that we all know the Orlando Magic need to do is, and, and one thing that I think even Steve Clifford kind of admitted throughout the course of the season, is the Magic need to modernize their offense, whatever offense they have. It was very clear in the playoffs that the Magic just could not operate against the elite teams. And certainly the, the Magic's record against teams with winning records would suggest that as well. The Magic just, you know, didn't move the ball, couldn't score consistently on a night-in, night-out basis. And of course, that's going to be the key for them taking that next step. Because they've already got, you know, kind of the defensive foundation laid. You know, yes, they finished only 11th in the league in defensive rating this year. But defense feels like it'll be fairly consistent for this team. 
something that perhaps that they'll have to recommit to a little bit next season uh, when they're down so many key players, you know, such a key player in Jonathan Isaac. Um, certainly defense slipped considerably as the season went on too, which is a very big cause for concern. But the Magic's offense just has not been good. In fact, the Magic haven't had an offense in the top half of the league since Dwight Howard left, which is both a testament to the gravity that Dwight Howard has to get open shots and also just the lack of offensive talent the Magic have had. The Magic talked all year about pace, trying to quicken the pace, trying to get into their sets quicker, trying to move through things quicker as a way to increase their offense, their offensive rating and, and increase their offensive efficiency. They figure they, they believe that this was the way that they would get open three-pointers because they have good enough shooters when they're open. But the bottom line is defenses, and especially in the playoffs, did not care that the Magic were shooting open three-pointers. If the Magic were shooting open three-pointers, it was almost like Giannis shooting open three-pointer. That's a win in their book. I'm sure you might have the stray game where Gary Clark hits four or Terrence Ross gets hot, and Terrence Ross is really the only guy that they really worry about from beyond the arc. You might have a rare game where, those, where enough guys get hot that you get burned, but the odds and the numbers are in your favor. So undoubtedly, the Magic need to add shooting to make their offense feel a bit more modern and, and be more effective. That's, that's not a doubt. The other part we all recognize is the Magic need to find a playmaker. And while Markel Fultz is certainly on his way there, a secondary playmaker who can get into the lane and kind of create for himself and others, finish at the rim especially, is still on the table. Certainly Fultz is growing in that direction. But that's not all. In fact, the Magic's offense might be a bit more modern than you think. And it's all because of Nikola Vucevic. In the ringer last week, Rob Mahoney described how the new wave of NBA offenses, the, 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 the teams that are succeeding at this level of the playoffs, all have one thing seemingly in common. The Boston Celtics being uh, an exception at this point. And that is a playmaking shooting center. The Raptors have Marc Gasol. The Lakers have Anthony Davis whenever they decide to play him at center. The Nuggets have probably the ideal or the, the model of this version in Nikola Jokic. And the Heat have probably the, the evolution of Nikola Jokic in Bam Adebayo. All these players, you know, to varying degrees, provide floor spacing with their shooting and the ability to be a fulcrum of the offense as a passer out of the high post, as a high assist guy for a center. Certainly, they all have varying degrees of athleticism, but Draymond Green was kind of the forerunner for this. And it, there are a slew of centers now who are great playmakers and passers as well as shooters as much as they are able to get in the post and do the dirty work. Nikola Vucevic's post-ups this year were actually significantly down. And some of that is the Magic used him differently. They played a lot through him in the high post. He tends to pop out for threes a little bit too much. Took a ton of threes this year. Not a great percentage, but kept defenses honest enough. Took a lot of open threes too. So teams are still willing to give him that three-point shot. And the Magic do a good job getting him open looks too, uh, you know, on top of that. But Nikola Vucevic is at least partly 
part of this wave of new playmaking center. And if there's one area where the Magic are a bit modern and where the Magic can say, if we develop this right, if, if Vucevic grows these skills, which as Steve Clifford always likes to say, you're never done improving. You don't peak at 30. You know, maybe your athleticism peaks, maybe your ability to do something every single night peaks at 30, but you can gain skills and get better and better and better as you age. You find new ways to do the things that you're good at. And for the last several years, Nikola Vucevic has actually been one of the best passing big men in the league. He is not Nikola Jokic. He's probably not even a guy like Bam Adebayo, but he still ranks in the top five in assists per game among centers in the league. The guys ahead of him are Nikola Jokic, Bam Adebayo, Anthony Davis, Al Horford. Vucevic has always been a solid passer. And that gives the Magic an advantage. Steve Clifford likes to remind us or tell us that he doesn't really run a lot of plays for Nikola Vucevic. A lot of what Nikola Vucevic gets is within the flow, natural flow of the offense. The Magic don't actually run anything for Nikola Vucevic, or not a whole lot. It's a lot of pick and rolls and pick and pops. It's a lot of you know, giving the ball to Vucevic, running a dribble handoff, or setting a screen that way. Vucevic gets a lot of his offense within the flow, natural flow of the offense. And they run so much through him that way. Now, Vucevic isn't making the flashy pass. You know, so, so there is, you know, this isn't perfect by any stretch. What Mahoney says is increasingly what centers have to be able to do is they have to be able to use space effectively. They have to be able to take up space either, you know, and be a threat as a passer or scorer, as well as defend in space. And this is admittedly where Vucevic struggles the most. He is not going to drive at someone and be able to finish over the top of them. He has to use his positioning and his jump shooting to beat people. And certainly the, the Milwaukee, while he had a landmark series against the Milwaukee Bucks, part of that is because those were the shots the Bucks wanted him to take. He beat them. He rose to the occasion and he beat them. Well, individually he beat them. You know, the team obviously didn't. And obviously Vucevic defensively does not use space well either. He's not a physical defender. His job is to protect the lane, not the basket, which is both you know, a way that the Magic have schemed around his weaknesses and his great weakness on top of that. And so, yes, I am not going to sit here and tell you that the Magic have an offensive centerpiece in Nikola Vucevic. That is not what I'm sitting here and saying. What I'm sitting here and saying, though, is the Magic are a very capable team. And the Magic are a more modern team than you think because of Nikola Vucevic, because of what Nikola Vucevic can do. Now, that's not to say that this is a modern offense yet. It needs more shooting, and that includes Nikola Vucevic becoming a better shooter. Letting Nikola Vucevic shoot threes lets him get away with perhaps not being as physical as he needs to on the block. I would like to see Vucevic's post-ups go up. He's not a terrible post-up player. But at the end of the day, this is an element of the Magic's offense that is good. 
Say what you want about Nikola Vucevic, and there's plenty to say. But he has been a vital piece of the Magic's offense the last two seasons. And he has largely stepped up to the plate. If he can add a more consistent three-point shot, he's really only been shooting threes for the last, what, two, three years? Three, four years? If he can add a more consistent three-point shot, if he can continue to be a gifted and skilled passer, being able to make maybe some of those plays that the defense is sitting on, then the Magic might be able to create a more modern offense. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We are near the end of the show, and of course, you've got a lot more to do in your day. You need the energy boost to get there. And that's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is the energy bar that tastes like, or the protein bar, that tastes like a candy bar. I'm actually sitting, staring at my new box of Built Bar. I got three more boxes ready to open them up and not going to eat them all in one sitting, but very eager to, to try them out after my first order was fantastic. I cannot recommend this product more than enough. Built Bar comes in 18 amazing flavors, including cookies and cream, caramel brownie, and carrot cake among the six new flavors, and the 12 original flavors, which include German chocolate, banana bread, mint brownie, Salted caramel and double chocolate. These are just the, the flavors I like. You can you can find more at BuiltBar.com. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew. Built Bar is great for the health conscious person. Loser maintained weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for keto diets. Go to BuiltBar.com right now and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Well, that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr.md. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places on the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. Again, you can find me on Twitter at philiprr.md. And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com with the Miami Heat now in the conference finals. I'll be thinking a little bit and we'll be discussing a little bit next week about how the magic and the heat are not so different, you and I. We'll talk, we'll talk about those similarities coming up in a future episode of Locked On Magic as well as on orlandomagicdaily.com. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Ross and Reich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic.
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.